My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we're talking about how to stay calm in times of change and uncertainty. I'm talking to Christine Manko-Peterson here today. Uh, she's a life coach and yoga teacher who has recently transitioned out of the corporate world. And as you guys know, I'm, I'm a fellow corporate um, refugee as well, doing, doing my calling, following my calling after um, you know, kind of finding myself and learning a lot about myself in those times. So uh, Christine's got a great story today about how some challenges that showed up along the way, some health challenges, moving across the world challenges, and, and kind of following her calling and listening to her intuition because of those things that came up, um, helped her learn how to stay calm in those times of change and uncertainty, and now um, how she teaches others to do that. And you know, that's my jam as well. So I love this kind of conversation. So welcome, Christine. How are you today? Thank you for the warm welcome. I'm I'm good. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you, Molly. You're very welcome. So why don't we start at the beginning? Uh, let us know um, what kind of, I don't know that word niche, but what your niche is with life coaching, what you do, what your specialties are, and how you work yoga into that as well. I'd love to hear about that because that's a great way to mix those modalities. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I um, work with women in a work-life transitions. So um, everything which is about change, uncertainty, challenges, um, either it's a voluntary change, like you, you, you just want to thrive for the higher job or like another job, um, or it is a change you got thrown into, you know, like a private, uh, it could be a private relationship change or... Um, a disease, um, anything what uh, life brings up. So um, I work with women and help them to grow their resilience along the way and to grow their confidence so they have a clear path to um, reset, recalibrate and rise, I call it. I love it. Reset, recalibrate and rise. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And so can you share a little bit about what you learned in, in the times of change that you've gone through that inspired you to start this business and inspired you you know what what was that moment where you're like that's what I'm gonna do that's that's how I'm gonna help mm -hmm. so I guess that epiphany came like slowly step by step uh first of all I um when COVID hit I guess that was a challenge for everyone um that didn't really bother me at all I I was like very positive about it I thought like okay in, in one week we're we're done with this little did I know um but um, that also paused my visa process to get over to get married to my husband and also paused um, traveling. So I was um, stuck in Germany. My husband was stuck in the US and um, I got diagnosed with breast cancer at oh, that time. Wow. So yeah, and all the fun stuff which comes with it. Um, I was 
first of all, I didn't realize it and I somehow couldn't grasp what that means. And um, then I had to do all treatments, which um, which they have uh, yeah, out there, kind of like surgery, chemotherapy, radiation, hormone therapy, and all that stuff. So that was quite a change for me because I was... I had my corporate career. I was um, traveling internationally a lot. Uh, as I said, we were about to get married and out of a sudden I just had to slow down and um, yeah, pause. I always mm -hmm. said my life was on pause. So that gave me a lot of time to think, a lot of time to trust, um, surrender to the moment and um, also just to tune in because I guess obviously... I did not do that enough um, or let's say I, I did it in a way that I felt something, I got tested and um, I was at the right time at the right point to, to do everything I was supposed to do. So I'm very grateful for that. But it was also that I realized that there was a lot going on with myself. Like I wasn't respecting my boundaries. I wasn't listening to my energies. Um, always going over the edge, always pushing a little bit harder, being busier and like following things I I shouldn't, where, where I should have maybe more calmed down or take it slower. Mm -hmm. So I definitely learned that. And then I realized that there was always like in, in this treatment, you always get little, the information little by little. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure they know already how to handle you. So um, I was always the one wanting to control everyone, everything. Okay, maybe everyone too. <laughs> um, and I always wanted to know what, what comes next. And I was always faced with, with like different outcomes. There's where, where the doctor said like, well, we just have to take the next step so we know where to go from there. And I did not like that at all like patient uh, being patient not knowing what the next step after that one is um so I really really learned to slow down and trust 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 that was I guess the thing and patience which also um was a big task afterwards and then I realized okay I I can't go back to my old life like I'm so slowed down. I always said I'm the slowest person in the world. Um, and I was before I was a hustler, I was always fast, quick, aggressive in, in traffic and all that. But I thought like, I'm, I'm not that person anymore. Or I also do not want to be that person anymore. Just I thought about what what does need to change in my life? Um, because obviously I somehow got to this point, you know, I got these messages and Sometimes I thought, okay, how much more can I take, you know? Yeah. And then I actually, yeah, I, in the beginning, I kept moving and moving and thought like, okay, everything's going to be all right. Just kind of like didn't realize it. And then actually another big thing came when my employer by that time um, went bankrupt because they were involved in the biggest financial scandal in Germany and my job was gone too. So that was, I guess, the point where I thought like, all right, everything like, I try to control. I get it, life. I get it. All right. What do you want me to do? <laughs> exactly. And I was like, okay, how much more can I take? You know? And I remember I was driving um, 
up to my hometown seeing my family and I got uh, flashed like I was I was speeding and I thought like all right take my driver's license too I don't like I, I don't have anything else to give I said like you you have my job you have my health for now you have my hair take my driver's license I don't care anymore you know so it was really a point where I thought like okay now I have to I have the chance to build everything up from scratch um, also when I got through everything, um, luckily I'm in complete remission. There's nothing left. Uh, a lot of the treatments were also preventative. So I'm, I'm glad everything turned out as, um, as it did, but I moved countries, um, got married, all that. And I decided I don't want to go back to corporate the way I did also. Um, yeah, it, it, I just thought like this, can't be I I cannot I cannot just go on like I, I did and I realized um I was a yoga teacher already before and that was um the thing what helped me through the whole process it it was like it brought back my spirituality um it helped me like go tune back into my body listen to my body I have the feeling I hear everything now in my body <laughs> before, <laughs> yes. before I was. <laughs> it all gets was, amplified when you slow down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And before I was uh, ignoring a lot in my body, maybe, or when I was tired, I always pushed more. And so I'm like, okay, I'm very tuned in now. And now I want to use that and, and teach people who are in, hopefully not in, in a dis-ease too but there are unfortunately a lot who who have breast cancer or have like a disease or even if it's moving countries moving jobs there's always this uncertainty and always this space to fill and to grow into so I thought like okay um I myself figured out my purpose in life is to live my life to the fullest and enjoy every second and now I want to help people to do the same I love it. And I think that's a, that's a refrain that we hear throughout the coaching industry, but also, you know, anybody that has just a calling to help, it's, it's like, well, what, what have I gone through that I can then, you know, now that I'm on the dry island, reach my hand and pull someone out to help them from, you know, help them not drown, help them not go through Mm -hmm. the same exact darkness that I did. And and Mm -hmm. when you have so many skills and tools from going through that, it, you can shorten that time of suffering and, and kind of eliminate that. And I think it will not eliminate it, but you know, <laughs> lessen it. And I think yeah. what you said about slowing down, it was on the tip of my tongue. It's like, you discovered your true nature. Once things began to get stripped away and the control, like, well, I don't have control over any of this anymore. There's no amount of fast driving or taking on more tasks that's gonna change any of this spirit really made you sit down in the corner for a little bit <laughs> and, exactly. and surrender, you know, and I love that. And I think a lot of, a lot of us have that slower pace and, and our presence feels so slow compared to how fast the internet moves and jobs move and, you know, tasks move and goals and all this stuff. And we've created a society that doesn't really honor that. But once we get real with that, things are a lot easier to handle. Um, and, and so why don't you share a little bit about um, some of the things that you started to do? I know you said spending time in nature. Um, it helps you listen to your intuition more. That was something that wasn't coming in. Um, I'd love to hear some of those, um, some of those moments or those aha moments mm-hmm. that you had in, in that time. 
Yeah. So, um, I mean, there were a couple of things. Uh, first of all, what I said, or what you also said, like um, connecting with nature. Um, I guess a lot of people did that because they were, uh, because of the lockdown, everyone was walking, taking mm -hmm. walks, going outside. And um, that was also um, my workout. So I always use that to get moving, do something. I I also walk to chemotherapy and back a lot of times because I really wanted the connection and just move and um, move my body as long as I could. And um, so connecting with nature was a big thing for me just to, yeah, to, to get into that mindful um, awareness, you know, like as soon as you go back into the present moment you realize that there's so much that there's so much yes there's it's rich it's so rich. many <laughs> yes and I mean I've been like hurrying through life and I I didn't hear the birds chirping like I didn't feel the wind on my skin or um the stones underneath my feet and stuff like that and and out of a sudden I just realized all that so I thought like, okay, life can be so rich if it's not so in, in such a hurry. And um, that was one thing. And then you asked me actually bef uh, before about my yoga. Um, and I I didn't even answer that in the beginning. But that was um, that was my my thing to do during the um, during the this hard time of my life mm -hmm. and um and that's also why I teach yoga um in my coaching program but as well um in in a class because I feel like that's that brings you back to your body and that brings you tunes you down but you can use it for whatever you want you can also have a heart power yoga workout and and get sweating get your heartbeat going you can sit in discomfort and hold it like there shouldn't be pain, but you learn how to sit in discomfort and breathe. Yes, very. <laughs> I <important>. guess <laughs> that's I. A lot of times, that's the only thing you could do. Just keep breathing and just yeah, do one step at a time, um, or one asana at the time, mm -hmm. and really feel in where where it where does your body show the discomfort, or where does your body show the tightness or the pain um and knowing when to get out of the pain uh that's like there's so much so much wisdom in in yoga and um not not just the body work but also the philosophy part which goes hand in hand but i i just love to use the body to get access to that wisdom and and connect body mind and soul Absolutely. And you touched yeah. on a great point there um, for the theme of the show, but you know, your whole story is great for the theme mm -hmm. of the show. But, you know, one thing that I find helpful is when things are very difficult, whether you're going through a crisis or grief or an illness, it is really boiling, boiling it down to what is the absolute minimum thing that I have to do today? And, mm -hmm. you know, if you think about it, it's the basic needs. Well, I need to breathe. I probably should rest, get some water and eat. Like if I can do those things, the rest of it will wait for mm -hmm. another day. And, and, and really knowing that our instinct to survive and stay comfortable is often the part of us, which I consider a very primitive part of humanity. That's 
we're, we're the top of the food chain. We don't have a lot mm. to worry about, you know? Um, there are, you know, some people are definitely more privileged than others in terms of availability of resources. Mm-hmm. But as far as basic needs, they're usually somewhat available somewhere around us. So when, especially if we have everything we need and we're still living in that state of fear, it's this illusion um, that doesn't really serve us. So yeah, just mm-hmm. noticing like, what is real about this moment? Okay, now I can get quiet and listen to what my spirit's telling me to do or just receive the healing that I need. So that's mm-hmm. a great, just great, great point. Like I just mm-hmm. have to breathe, breathe into it <laughs> and time will pass like clouds in the sky and we're mm-hmm. going to get to another level of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now you said the gratefulness that was also a big, big tool for me too because I and I, I always thought to myself, like, or others said it too, like, how can you still be that optimistic or that positive? But I always told them, like, I am the fact that I was still in Germany. I had my friends and family around me. My husband had the chance to join me halfway through, which was perfect when the borders opened up again. But I, I was in my surroundings. So I said, like, I'm in Germany. I'm in a first world country. I get treatments. I get money. I I have all I need. I can pay my bills. Everything else I had to pay was for extras. If I wanted to go see a acupuncturist or get a massage or even my lymph drainage massages were, were covered. So I said like, I have all I need. And I was like, so grateful to have this time when people were sometimes complaining about being stuck in COVID and not being able to to keep living their life, I actually thought like, well, I'm not missing too much because not everyone else is not having the big parties. Um, <laughs> there's no wedding I had to go to with pictures with a wig or that was like things I had in my head, like all the stuff I'm missing out. There was none of this. So I had everything and also my, my treatments. There was so much time because all the other stuff got canceled out, just life-threatening stuff was mm-hmm. um, moving on. So I had the doctors for myself. I got my treatments right away. And I was just like so grateful for everything I had. And um, also, yeah, I just saw the positive and tried yeah, to hold on it. onto what I could hold on to, right? That's it. And that that not only helps speed your body's healing, because you tell mm-hmm. your body that internal environment, we're safe, and we've got everything we need, I'm giving you the resources. So it goes, okay, I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, let's do our healing work. We're all set. We're all set. Instead of being in that fear state of mm-hmm. what if, what if, what if it's like, oh, gosh, we got to deal with that, too. We're not going to be able to do our healing work. I'm talking about our little healing cells, mm-hmm. <laughs> our cells during its, their healing work. But also when it comes to just staying calm, like staying mm-hmm. calm in the face of all that and saying, mm-hmm. let's look at this. I, a lot of times if I go through a, a challenging time, I like to look back on it and say, it's mm-hmm. gone as it went as well as it could for what it was mm-hmm. <laughs> or it will if i know it's going to be hard it's going to go as good as it can for what it is and mm-hmm. and that just kind of puts it out there to the universe that it's a it's a blessing in disguise even if we can't see exactly. it right away yeah i mean i'm not gonna lie it was not a fun time it, no it, i i believe I, that. I, <laughs> so Sometimes I think like, oh, I'll talk about it, like so positive and all the stuff I did. And there were dark, dark times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, they were also part of it. And I, I, when I really tuned into my spirituality and also realized that there's a balance between masculine and feminine energies and that 
there is there are dark times but there will be a spring after the winter and all that stuff when you just realize that it's all part of the life it's just easier to accept than yes. just as you said just breathe and wait yeah. till it's yeah. over and and comfort with uh the or not comfort with uh discomfort but um mm -hmm. calmness and the discomfort acceptance of it especially in the western world it's we're so um in, in instant gratification let's feel better now mm -hmm. let's go get the candy let's go get the sparkly thing and it'll make us feel better and then we feel empty over and over and over again but it is that like comfort with the dark times with this mm -hmm. is this sad emotion or this is anger or whatever's going on let's let's just be with it for a moment and then work through it and then let it evolve and change. And I think that's what yoga can help with. That's what breathing can help with and, mm -hmm. and just being in touch with that side of ourselves. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thank you too. Yeah. So you mentioned your greatest success in following your intuition through all this is finding the clarity and trust with your new calling. So can you share what that's been like for you after that very difficult time, um, mm -hmm. kind of coming out on the other side, knowing what you're here to do, kind of building your coaching practice and moving forward with your programs mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. So I guess it, it, also this process wasn't that easy. And I guess mm -hmm. every business owner can, can uh, relate to that. So, but I just, I was just like, I knew that there will be better times. So I kept going and going. And then out of a sudden I got that clarity that this is what I'm supposed to do you know like also I was sure I was always looking like do I go back to corporate do I I applied for jobs but no one even replied so I'm like okay I get the I get my answer here and I kind of knew it but I wasn't listening to it again so and then slowly I got the confidence or slowly I thought okay this is really what I'm supposed to to do and um out of a sudden, as soon as I changed my view and gave it a try, things fell into place and people came into my life. And um, yeah, this that's that's why I'm so grateful that at one point I got the clarity. I have to say that it's not always there. And I just shared that with you before every level has a new devil. Yes. So <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> so if the growing pains kick in again, um, but still if as soon as you find that truth then it's like unshakable then you know okay you know your why and then you can handle everything that comes along the way and that's how I constantly built my business I'm um, still in the beginnings um, I had some great result with my um, testing clients um, I have my great program I'm so proud of I have a great group around me um, which is really supportive so I just know I'm on the right path. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you know, you know, um, and you know, every level has a new devil. I've never heard that before, but I know exactly what it means. And to me, uh, for those who haven't heard that out there, um, to me, I would describe that. And even in my book, I go into this a little bit that, mm -hmm. you know, we can come to a certain level of spiritual awareness and presence. And maybe some would call that enlightenment. Like, okay, I, nothing, you know, nothing really gets to me. I can see the illusions for what they are. And then now what? <laughs> and if we were, you know, monks on the mountain, we could sit there and, and you know, practice our ninja skills and just meditate and, and just be there with it. But in this modern world, uh, especially many of us with callings, it's like now we have to take that awareness and learn how to help people with it um, and, and kind of forge forward. And then 
what happens? Our ego comes right back in. And that's the, mm -hmm. that's the devil at every new level is that mm -hmm. the thoughts that keep us stuck and overthinking, we've got mm -hmm. to figure it all out before we move forward. And then the fears that want to keep us comfortable. And in that zone of like, Oh, what we know this, we don't know what's out there. So anybody out there dealing with going to the next level in any area of your life, just know when you're stepping out of the comfort zone, it's going to show up. Mm -hmm. And the more you learn what that is um, and how to handle it when it pops up, the easier going to that next level is going to be. So yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Christine. Thanks for sharing mm -hmm. it. <laughs> you're welcome. So you mentioned your challenge, speaking of the next, the next level, mm -hmm. um, some of your challenges recently have included that inner critic that pops up anytime you're going to be visible or, you know, start something new, especially if you don't, you can't just follow someone else's path, like a career path. Well, this is, this is your degree and this is the career path, which I don't even think that exists anymore. But mm -hmm. back when I was a kid, it did. And, and then the um, illusion was shattered when I got older. But now, mm -hmm. you know, being entrepreneurs, um, following a calling that you're shaping and, and kind of creating with your intuition and also some skills that you're learning. How does that inner critic show up for you most lately? And, you know, you mentioned self-care too, when things get busy. So inner, mm -hmm. care, inner critic and self-care, I'd love to hear mm -hmm. about like what's been challenging you most lately about that personally? Mm -hmm. So the inner critic has a whole variety <laughs> of <laughs> sayings. Yes. So in the beginning, it was more about like, who's going to listen to you? Who's going to buy from you? Who's going to spend money on that? Or um, also, uh, who are you to tell the world? You know, like, what what do you have to teach? And then... I always ask myself, is this true? And I I have very nice conversations also like with you. And I realize, okay, there are people who want to listen to it or who want to take their nuggets out of it. That inner critic can really get to you when you're you're taking that next step and make you think that you can't, you know, you don't have a right to share your wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. So that's very common as well. I totally get that. I had the same problem. Exactly. And then, um, oh, my main thing was um, because I've been out in this corporate world and I had this yoga me, which was always private and business. So, but having my own business, I realized, first of all, it's way easier to not have to, like, I don't have to do the work life balance thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, I feel like I had very, I had a big challenge with bringing those two worlds together because I thought like, they might think she's completely crazy now. She uh, she went through this and now she's like super enlightened and want to tell other people what to do. That was like the biggest thing for me that I thought like, how can I bring my spiritual self to the corporate world or help corporate professionals to work with their spirituality and their yoga self? Um, so that was one of the biggest um, challenges for me. But then coming to the self-care routine, that is my self-care routine, doing my yoga, taking the time for myself. Yes. And, and I realized that is also a good vehicle for people who are very in their heads, who are not spiritually connected or a little bit um, reserved about it. But if you do the body work, it'll still talk to you. So that's why I really love this vehicle to um, have that as a self-care routine. And even if it's just breathing, which is also a big part of yoga, but that's also something what 
very rational people will um, likely do, will understand, make sense. Um, and all the woo-woo can stay out of it. So <laughs> it's a gentle uh, introduction to the woo. I think that's why it's probably so popular right. over in the West. It's like, yeah, okay, it's exercise, right? Oh, wait, <laughs> something mm -hmm. else happens when I do this. Um, exactly. Yeah, that's that's a great point. And I, I laughed when you mentioned, you know, my self-care is yoga and I teach yoga and sometimes I struggle mm -hmm. with self-care. Uh, I had a coach that used to joke about the cobbler has no shoes or cobbler's son mm -hmm. has no shoes. So, you know, we're so busy helping other people with what we do that we forget to do it for ourselves mm -hmm. and and the other thing he used to say is uh if you drink your own kool-aid you'll find that your business goes smoother and you're feeling more in alignment but if you're not doing what you teach others mm -hmm. that lack of integrity and alignment can start to feel like stress and exactly. you'll see it even in your in your revenues and everything else so i know for me intuition intuition i'm always teaching intuition so if i get stressed or you know, I'm not taking care of myself. I'm like, stop. I'm going to go out in the woods for a whole day until I figure it out mm -hmm. <laughs> because I'm missing something here and I've been too busy. And I, I've talked to so many women on this show that that's the biggest challenge. We just get so busy. So boundaries mm -hmm. with our time are big too. Do you struggle with taking weekends and evenings and just like turning off and kind of just having your own personal time as well now that you're in the like very much the building of the business aspect? Mm -hmm. I had that, especially in the beginning, um, like very much because I realized I'm very stressed and there is no one else to blame for it because it's just me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I realized there were, there were these old patterns again, you know, like where I put myself under pressure and where I wanted to reach a certain thing. And um, yes, I, I do struggle with that all the time. Um, I do have my uh, like I, I told myself, this is the amount of time I want to spend practicing yoga. This is the amount of time I'll spend in nature. Um, I forced myself to do go to the water at least once. I mean, I have a wonderful beach, uh, like 10 minutes away. And um, people come visit and say like, how often are you at the beach? Yeah, that's very embarrassing a lot of times. I, I so. hear that a lot as a fellow Floridian. People are like, oh, you must go every weekend. No, actually, I haven't been in three months. <laughs> I live down right? the street. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, so no, I, I'm very like structured with my self-care because I have to. And um, that's yeah, where I, I just want to make sure I practice what I preach. I mean, I'm... I'm like everyone else. It happens to me too. And, um, but as you said, you'll figure it out very quick if you're not in alignment again, because then my inner critic comes up and says like, who are you to tell them uh -huh. to take care of themselves? You That's know? That's right. And it feels like walking in mud when you're trying to get your message out there. So I pulled a few cards about that. If you don't mind me sharing with you in the audience now. Mm -hmm. awesome. I'm excited. Good, good. So yeah, you've definitely set yourself free from a lot of your old expectations. I've got my wild woman card um, crossed by the child. So this inner child self uh, may be the, the part that needs the most healing through this process. If there's any place where you were silenced or felt like you couldn't stand up and share your innate wisdom as a little one, um, she's going to need some encouragement at those times where you feel that inner critic coming in. It's like, 
I almost, it's interesting when you say, you said it a few times today, like, who are you to this and that? And I thought, oh my gosh, like how many of us have heard that? But I almost feel like you might've like directly heard that from someone that, that kind of wanted to keep you down. So I would be focused on that as you're doing your healing work around the inner critic, um, because mm -hmm. once you reframe that voice, it's going to be a lot easier for you. So do you know what I'm talking about? I, I wouldn't have like a specific situation, but I can totally relate to what you say. Okay, That's good. Okay, good. Well, you're coming on. out of a time of listening to your, your higher self. Um, and this is a soul retrieval process. So the hustle that you had in you was so ingrained and so karmic. It's like, that was natural. That was natural. But the part of you, again, this inner child part, that's much more interested in freedom and peace and being present um she was suffering and i do feel like some of the the i'm seeing like um rocks thrown in the spokes of your bicycle it's like she's like hey i'm gonna slow you down so that we can come together once and for all and interestingly mm -hmm. enough your your spiritual maturity is a part of that so it's almost like this rejoining of your kind of ancient wise self and the inner child that wants to play and be free mm -hmm. Yeah, that feels good. And and so the the current environment that's kind of helping you or the, the hidden influences here um, are to definitely take time for that yoga and meditation and starting in consistently doing a gratitude practice and speaking from that place. And I can tell you're already very positive, but um, something in the intuition here is saying like, sometimes you might normalize some things or want to knock it down a few pegs and it's okay to make mm -hmm. it very positive like actually no i'm super grateful that happened to me because i wouldn't be here right now because you can see mm -hmm. the truth of that and i i feel like you you may have something called thriver's guilt that's what i call it anyway i might write mm -hmm. a book about it nobody else can write a book now i said it out loud um but um it's it's when you're doing very well and you've gone through a lot of hard times and gotten out of it sometimes there's a guilt like oh maybe i shouldn't be too happy or shouldn't celebrate too much because there's a lot of other people that are still suffering. And unfortunately, that only that is still the ego keeping us in that place of not manifesting the next good thing, because we're like, Oh, we can't be too happy. Mm -hmm. Do you resonate with that at all? Oh, completely. What <laughs> all of all of that you said is like, Oh, my God, spot on. Yes. So also, when <laughs> when I mentioned before the uh, I, I don't want to talk in the corporate world about this and that. That's kind of like me holding my woo-woo back, yes. like me holding, like trying to still talk their language, trying to fit in. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, whoever doesn't want to listen to me shouldn't. Like, I don't care. Right. I mean, I'm not trying to convert everybody. I'm just speaking exactly. the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And I think, yeah, we live in such a black and white world, again, in the in the more westernized or modern world, which is so much of the world these days. But, um, you know, it's like, well, it's got to be me or you or my opinion or your opinion or my path <laughs> or your path. There's only one reality and we're all going to argue about it. And it's like there are so many as many realities out there as there are people and spiritual reality, even even if we agree on spiritual concepts, our path and experience of that can be completely different. So mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I'm glad that you saw that. And now you're working towards just being in that truth more often, because the more you speak it and stay in that space, the better things go for you. 
And the biggest challenge I see is just things when you're putting your energy into things that aren't giving back to you, like whether that's, um, you know, a, a marketing plan that's not working or money you're investing with anybody else that's not working, just make sure you have better boundaries about that. And you may have fear about it, or it may literally be happening. Um, there's a divine timing about when the right people and the right projects are going to come your way. Um, but that will be a little bit of an Achilles heel if you're not careful. And that's going to like validate, like, see, it's not working. Like, who are you to do this? Cause it's not working. Well, okay. Maybe it's just, this isn't quite the garden I need to be planting my seeds in right now. <laughs> are you aware of anything right now that you're dealing with? I actually just said that to my group yesterday. I said like, I did everything and now I just have to sit and wait because it's just right, not here or it's like, mm -hmm. I, I have the patience game again. <laughs> yes. So. And it, it's, you know, give it the time that it should give. And, and I guess as, that's the hard part when we have soul and heart-based businesses to be that kind of business owner mindset and keep profit and loss mm -hmm. in, in our thoughts. Um, so I think the more that you kind of combine those two elements, then you'll be, you'll be safe from wasting your too much time or too much money on something that's not working. And mm -hmm. really, you know, staying positive with, yes, I know this is my calling. And if something doesn't work, it's not a, it's not a message that it's not working. I think that's the biggest thing to remember mm -hmm. here. And the more you can stay heart-based, you're never going to lose your, your grounding. There may be a fear that you're going to get ungrounded if you get too big or people listen to you too much. Just trust that you'll return to your heart every time. And that's not going to be a problem. Um, and again, I see what is to be done is to watch the negative self-talk that keeps you looking outside yourself for solutions, um, tune into that intuition or choose a path and stick with it until a, a predetermined amount of time. And then make sure that it, if you're dealing with the negative self-talk, it's about reframing, changing the story, something like neuro-linguistic programming or um, uh, any kind of hypnosis type of sh brain shifting and mind shifting would be really great for you for things like this. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you're learning to go with the flow and manifest and do the fun game of that. And anytime it doesn't work, spirit's just trying to teach you to make a different choice, mm -hmm. to make that opposite choice the same way you did with your career. So hope that resonates with you. Oh, totally. Thank you for this. Like There <laughs> were so many valuable nuggets in it. I have to sit on now. Oh, good. Well, you're very, very mm -hmm. welcome. It's my joy. So, so wishing you the very best with everything. And, and thank you so much for being here today and sharing your light. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So where can people find you if they want to learn more about your work online? Um, yes. So they can contact me on my website, um, www.christinemanko.com. Um, and I'm also on Instagram, um, Christine underscore yoga coaching. Uh, so yeah, contact me if you're going through a change or just need some guidance or just a coffee chat. Um, I'm there and um, yeah, I'm happy to do this work. Awesome. I can see that. And yeah, thanks for, thanks for doing it. Thanks for shining your light and anybody else out there that's getting started. Thank you for doing it. The world needs it. So here we go. <laughs> thank All you right. so much. You're welcome. And thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, 
If you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.